Okay, I'm gonna give myself a couple seconds to get ready. Take a sip of green tea. Sorry if I heard that go. Excuse me. I am now ready. Okay. <clears throat> Welcome back to Love for Your Ears, you beautiful people. And first off, let's just point out the obvious. Where the hell have I been? I know it's been a while, but I'm back and better with stories and even more topics that are interesting. And I did post something on Instagram that um, I wanted to tell more stories more than hear people's opinions, you know. So, yeah, I think I'm going to switch it up in that range, get more personal stories. So, yeah. So, um, the reason I've been absent, you know, life, school, work, as we get older, we get busier. So, yeah. So, for this episode, I'm going to do it solo because, you know, we're going back to basics like our first episode. Because, you know, it's just good to go back to the basics. You know, so um, disclaimer, if you do not like scary topics or like unbearable, creepy topics or stories that give you the heebie-jeebies, I have plenty of more episodes, not uh, kind of, (laughs) but I have more episodes that y'all can check out that are not scary whatsoever. They are peaceful and clean not scary at all so heads up for that that's leading us in today's topics uh fears and scariness if that makes sense you know like horror you know stuff like that (sighs) i figure that this episode should be changed up a little you know since we always do nice little sensitive topics and we never get scary like I've, we barely talked on a scary topic and um these stories are from my life experience so believe me or not these did happen so i'm gonna tell three i'll give a little description and then i'll tell the story so um grab some green tea get a snack while we go through a, a couple of stories together and we shall dive right in also, before I do start, how are y'all doing? Hope y'all are doing okay. Hope you had a great Christmas, New Year's, birthday, holiday, you know, I don't know. You know, just having good life, good health, you know. I wish that for y'all. So, here we go. This first story is when I almost, oh, sorry, crack on my knuckles first. So, this story is when I first drowned and I thought I was gonna die so it was me and my brother and we were in a single raft not not raft a tube like a little uh, donut and we almost drowned so that's the description let's get into the story sorry for this chair it's really squeaky So, it was, I believe, 2014 going into 2015. I believe it was also New Year's. And my family and I decided to go up to New Braunfels to go for a river day. 
you know, it was nice and sunny, and the weather just was perfect to go take a dip in the water. And they did alert us, the people when we uh, got there, I forgot what the place was called, because we only went there once and we never went back due to my incident. So they did alert us that there is white water uh, that was rushing through. And for people who don't know what white water is, that means that's the heaviest water that um, that can flow down. And it, it's extremely, extremely fast. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's It's just fast, you know. And it takes you away like you're like a little piece of sand just takes you you know, so, um, yeah, uh, so they told us that was it, I was a kid, didn't really pay attention, my brother was mischievous, he doesn't really care, you know, he liked to get into trouble back then, so, yeah, not big trouble, just be mischievous, you know, so, uh, we continued to play around, explore the waters, and, um, you know, we were just chilling, Swimming, jumping off cliffs, the rope, you know, seeing, uh, like, the nature around us. So, Dad go gets to get, um, goes to the store. There was a little store that had, like, tubes, you know, ice coolers, drinks, snacks, things that you would need on a barbecue or just a trip, you know. So, he goes over there, he buys a little tube for 20 bucks, not that expensive, but... 20 bucks for your tube is still a good price and um you could have got this at like dollar general for like five bucks it was you know you got to make money somehow so they get the tube we blow it up everybody's taking turn on them me and my sisters me and my um brothers the family mom and dad you know just everybody taking their own turns and um I didn't really want to go on it, but, um, before, uh, we blew it up, this girl and her kid had, um, had fallen into the water, and for some reason there's a little stream, like, um, near the benches where you, like, set up your camp, your your uh, barbecue pits and all that and it was a couple feet like 10 feet away from them and she was she she had a kid and she was big she was a grown adult and she flipped over she slipped on a rock and flipped over she dropped her baby and the baby got stuck underwater but she got up but she was slipping she couldn't get the baby so everybody was like what the fuck what do we do? And she's like, can you help my baby? Please help my baby before it drowns. And, uh, luckily she had family near her and, um, they got, they got the baby and she was fine. She was breathing. She didn't, she coughed up a little bit of water, but I mean, that's expected when you gulp like a good amount of water, you know, going to put it back up. So the baby was fine. The mom was a little traumatized cause she little could have lost her kid, but, um, Little did I know that that was going to be me in the next couple minutes with my brother. So, I, re I didn't really pay no mind to the baby almost drowning. I was a little concerned, like, hmm, that's, uh, 
uh, this water's no joke, huh? So, and I didn't want to think about it because if that kid did lose his life, um, it it would have been bad. You know, I don't I don't want to see that. So I just try to block it out, continue on with my day, enjoy my um my stay. And I, I'm sorry for pausing so much. I'm just like trying to calm myself down because the memories are um are really really bad. Like I'm literally shaking, you know. So sorry. So we continue on with our day. Me and my brother, we're um we're just exploring. And then, uh, Dad calls us over, and he's like, "Do you want to use the tube?" And Zach looked at me, and I was like, "Do you want to use the tube?" I mean, like, I was like, uh, "I mean, we could, but how are we going to fit? I'm, I'm a fat guy, you know. I'm big, and he was a skinny, muscular kid, so he would fit perfectly, but I wouldn't. So, we took the tube all the way to the beginning of the like entrance." And uh, where we were, we were right by the rapids. And it was extremely dangerous. Because if my sister fell in, or the younger ones, they would have been gone. Like, you know, you know what I mean by gone. (sighs) Okay, I'm trying to calm down. So, we, um... We began to go downstream. The speed got a little bit faster each time we passed, like um, you know, like a like a vortex flow, like like a shoot. So we kept going, we kept going, and Dad and Mom were trying to say, "Y'all are not gonna make it. Get off now!" And I was trying to, but Zach was like, "We'll be right back. We're fine." And I was stuck because we were both in it. So, um, we were getting near the end of the river where the rapids began. So, we didn't pay no mind to it at the time because we saw all these people, like, just shooting down, like, no problem. Like, eh, we could do this, it's fine. We won't, you know, nothing will happen. So we didn't really pay no mind to it, and then I felt to get faster, and I was like, "Oh, okay, this is um, you know, I I gotta get out, cause if I don't, I'm gonna, you know, get hurt or something." But since I was fat, <clears throat> I got stuck, and I was wedged in with him. And right before we hit the rapids, these beautiful girls, like in their twenties, but they're pretty to me. I think it was like a sign like have fun you know but like in a bad way so they said hey do you know how deep the water is and I was like no this is our first time and right after that we flipped so there's two parts of the stream or the rapids there's one coming from like coming straight down and there is another one inverting that had that was higher than the straight one it was kind of like a Y and then they just joined together like you know how you have to uh, merge into a lane it was like that uh, from my drivers out there you know what I mean <sighs> so the 
the higher part had a dip so we're on that higher part and it was like a foot drop so we're already backwards so we flipped head first into the water and uh, the rapids had like a bumpy flow like it was lumpy so it was like up down up down up 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 down 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 you know it was just inconsistent and it was it was scary because you don't know what was shallow you didn't know what was deep because you're going so fast so um, I'm under the water I'm I'm drowning with my brother and um, the first things that popped in my mind is my mom my sisters my family and when I got that like I lifted myself up because the the ground was right below me and I just kind of like shook myself up and then um, the first things that come to my mind was like mom mom because you know what it was yeah so um, my dad jumped in and he lost his wallet he lost um, something some like money and we lost a tube and this part is kind of funny but like kind of <laughs> evil so when my brother was um, he got up to he was like stomp your feet put him in the ground hurry so he dug his knees into the gravel and his knees were banged up but he said he pushed me saying that he saved me <laughs> he didn't save me he pushed me further to the stream and uh, good thing I was already above the surface because if I wasn't I would probably be floating down that river today so we kept or I kept floating down and my dad caught up to me so there was a rock wall near us and the tiniest tiniest little plant saved my life I grabbed onto it and thank god it didn't drop me because if I did back into the water down the stream so we begin to walk like climb the wall and it was jagged it was kind of sharp but it was enough to like grip on you know that good five four fingers just to lift yourself up and um <clears throat> we kept climbing and climbing and we made it we survived but after that never been tubing never been to the rapids and I was later on that year or a couple years later I was forced to go down a rapid chute but I didn't want to because my I wouldn't say PTSD but my memories start coming back and it wasn't fun I'm like I'm literally shaking right now from just speaking of it because I know I could have lost my life <sighs> but then it makes you grateful for your life even though when you have those bad days like gosh my life sucks but you know you could have lost it a lot sooner so yeah we survived we went back home they literally left like they dropped us at home me and my brother and they went to go eat out <laughs> like yo for sure we 
totally didn't just almost die in front of y'all, but, you know, it's okay. So, yeah, I stayed home. I was traumatized. I was literally crying the whole way home because I was just, just thinking, you know, like, I could have been dead. I could have died. So, yeah, that's story number one. So, yeah, I still go to the river and lakes, but I'm more cautious now. And I'm a better sw- I, I was a, I'm still a good swimmer, but I've become better. I know how to pace myself. So, yeah. Word out of advice. A lifesaver and a life jacket. Um, always have those on hand. Because if not, um, they won't be able to save your life. If you don't have them on you. So, for young swimmers and uh, water rafting people, just be careful. You know, wear your gear that will prevent you from getting hurt or dying. Because from personal experience, you don't want to experience it. (laughs) So, yeah, just be careful around uh, fast water, heavy water. You know, just if it looks dangerous stay away from it, you know, so yeah, no, um, that was a scary experience, and I'm glad I experienced it, because now I know that I don't like rapids, so yeah, for my second story, (sighs) let's see, I didn't really come up with these because it would have been a lot more faster and I don't want it to be fast I want to take my time it's already been 18 minutes so I think I'm pacing it well I'll just do five stories I feel like five stories is a good amount so um for my next story (laughs) sorry I had a brain fart okay let's talk about uh, dreams and sleep so for most people that are really close to me know that I have a lot of sleep problems due to uh, bad dreams and dark figures of my imagination floating around you know like my mind projects things that aren't there and it kind of scares me you know but um you know is it you know (laughs) I'm trying to cope just by trying to block it out I have Gizmo with me so you know he's my little guardian angel and I got my Bob Ross with me so yeah so um this story is about when I had sleep paralysis and multiple times and um, what I've seen I've actually had it dated because it was that scary let me get the journal real quick it's right here okay here we go so for those who don't know what sleep paralysis is it is when you have an out-of-body experience 
So what you do, or what it feels like, is um, it feels like someone is holding you down from all over. What I mean all over, I mean your head, your body, your, well no shit, it's your body, your chest, your arms, your fingernails, your toes, your legs, your um, private area, your upper area, you know, just literally everywhere. You cannot move. The only thing you can move is your lungs and your eyes. And the I know how to break out of it because it's happened to me so many times that you I develop like uh, like a method to get out. So yeah. But for those who do experience it, it could be really cool because you you know have a 360 cool experience and for some others it could be bad because they can see things and hear things and sadly mine was a bad thing oh my neck sorry oh sorry if you heard there's pops that was kind of gross so um that is with that that's comes with sleep paralysis like I said it could be fun or bad for you it really depends but um it's due to the lack of you know stress or it's due to the fact less of sleep lack of sleep and um, high anxiety possibly depression stress you know all the bad things that you don't want to experience so Luckily, I've recorded the date and time, so, yes, let's get into this. It's a really, really short story, but um, I'm probably going to add to it more, because I've seen this more than once. <sighs> Here we go. Sunday, April 28, 2019. That's the date and day. The time was 9.49 p.m. This was at night. I believe... Yeah. I, was it during... No, it wasn't during the summer. Okay. Okay. So this is what I wrote and what I saw. The figure. It was tall and black. A solid black. No face. Just a human-formed black figure. Where? In my room by the door next to the ladder. This happened at my old house. I live in a new house now, and thankfully I haven't seen anything, so hallelujah. When Tuesday or Thursday it happened around 9 or 10, I took a shower, then I got out, and I tried to sleep, but then I had sleep paralysis. And that's when I saw the figure. The feelings I felt were scared, shocked, lucid, and fear. Um, after that night, I haven't seen it. But that night, as I got out of the sleep paralysis, I heard a moan or a growl. I don't know. So, that was a quick description of what it was. But I'm going to add more detail to it. So, um, it happened on a school day. But I wrote it down uh, Sunday. So, yeah. So, as I was, it, it was a school night, and I believe this is freshman year. 
um, well, April, um, so, I was always stressed, because as a freshman, I wanted to have good grades, good health, and not be stressed at all, and I, I was stressed, because I had, um, body weight issues, and I was trying to lose that, I had a homework, I had, um, I had to find a job soon, because I was most, I was older than most kids already, so, yeah, so, um, and that happened, and, yeah, it, it just built up a lot of stress, and, you know, kind of depression, because I was losing friends also, because as you go into high school, you will meet new friends, but you will lose some friends, it's sad, but, you know, that's just, that's how it is, so as I went home from school, I took a shower, because, uh, I used to walk home and it was always hot. It's hot in Texas. It's muggy, and when it's near spring and summer, it is. It's not that great. That's why we love the cold sometimes. Most of the time, I do, but um, I can't speak for everyone in San Antonio. <sighs> so I was walking home. I took a shower, ate dinner, or I ate dinner, then I took a shower. And, um, um, I was getting ready, I was watching YouTube videos, trying to knock myself out from just boredom, or just, you know, doze off into a, a trance, and I used to share a room with my sister, so, as I was trying to fall asleep, I felt the overcoming power of something sinking me down, like an anchor to the bottom of the ocean, and it became heavier and heavier to the point where I began to breathe heavily. So like, it's like, um, <laughs> so yeah, I, that may sound scary now, but it's even scarier when you experience it and no one really um, can hear you or do anything for you. So. As I was beginning to go into that trance, I had my eyes open already, and I was looking at the door, because I couldn't move, and I was already stuck in that position. I was laying down on my left side, with my phone in my left hand, facing the screen towards my face. So, um... I continued watching the video and then my phone turned off and it was just pitch black and there's a tiny little LED coming from my Xbox exposing very minimal um, area of my room and it was near the door and uh, I, had, I used to have a bunk bed so that's why there's a ladder near my door that's why it's written in the description I just read so, I saw something like a humanoid black figure, definitely taller than five foot, I would say six foot, possibly six, five, somewhere around there. Let's just say a basketball player's height. And it was, uh, it was scary because it, it looked like something out of a movie. You know, something out of a book that you would never imagine seeing in real life. So, um, 
as I looked at it, I began to like panic because I felt like it wasn't real. It, it wasn't happening, you know. It was so surreal that I felt like it, I was in a dream, but it was real life. So I began to uh, hold my eyes shut. Like, I don't want to look at it. I'm not going to look at it. And I'm trying to get out of my trance. So I start shaking my thumb because that's how I get out. Because if, uh, for me, if I move my thumb a lot, my hands begin to move and then my arm begins to move and then, you know, just passes on through. But uh, the method wasn't working. And that's when I really began to panic because I was like, well, shit, now what? So I kept doing it. I kept trying my method and it just, it wouldn't move. It wouldn't stop looking at me. So then I kept moving and moving my thumb. And then last minute her. And then I got out of it and the figure was gone. So it was like, it was complete silence. And our hair was. <laughs> and this is from like what, um, what I'm trying to do. You know, I'm moving my thumbs and I'm like. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, you're just. <laughs> like, but like demonic scary. So after that, I went like I just closed my eyes I was out of my trance I was out of sleep paralysis and I never seen the figure again so um yeah that was not a fun experience <laughs> and um I usually ask everyone what are you scared of or like what was your scary experience and they're like I don't know I've never really had one so then I'm like have you ever had sleep paralysis? And they're like, nope, never had it. So I was like, oh, well, <laughs> this guy had it. And, um, yeah, that's what happened. That happened at my whole house. There's definitely something there because a lot of stuff happened. It was very creepy. It was a big house with a long hallway very dark at night with a lot of windows so uh, it wasn't really great had a lot have a lot of good memories there but some of them aren't the greatest <sighs> okay now um for people who do have that problem whoever experienced that bless yourself right away and um do a spiritual ritual to get all the bad and negative things out. And when I say ritual, like, it doesn't connect to the devil. It doesn't connect anything like that. It's a, a good ritual. There's evil and bad rituals. So, um, don't get a mixed up, you know. So, yeah. Um, I would do that if anybody's experienced that as we speak. Um, hasn't happened to me in a while. So, yeah. After I left that house, it went away. I've never had it here. So, yeah. But, um, bless your room. Bless your house if you're experiencing that. And 
if you feel like you're alone, well, you're not, because I'm here, so we got this. Me and you, whoever's experienced or having trouble with it, me and you got it. Locked down. <laughs> you know. So, yeah. It wasn't fun. Now, um, this next story is also from my old house. This one was very, very, very scary. Uh-oh, hold up. Gizmo is acting up. Oh, you're coming with me. Gizmo? Hey. Gizmo. Hey, baby. Oh, I don't wake up. You're... Snoring silly. <laughs> a good boy. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, Gizmo has these weird, like, deep sleeps that really scare me. Because he has his eyes roll back and then he's like... <laughs> and it creeps... It doesn't creep me out, but it scares me. Because I feel like something bad is going to happen or... Uh, something is not right but he's part pug so that's probably the reason why <sighs> okay <sighs> excuse me so now for my next story this happened around 2016 2017 I could be wrong so uh, this happened when I was home alone. I was getting ready to take a shower. And my family was out of the house and I was home alone. And I was home alone for three days. They, I had 60 bucks, 15. Or, no, 15 or 40 bucks. We'll, we'll say that. No, I think it was 15. I'm tripping. Because, uh, yeah, it was 15. Okay, sorry. I had to think for a bit. Because I was going to go to Walmart to go get a Game Pass for the Xbox. Or Xbox Live. But I didn't get it. So, because it was like 60 something, 25 something. <sighs> Anyways, back to the story. <laughs> I stayed home for three days, home alone, because uh, something happened to my stepbrother in Corpus Christi. He got pulled over and some business happened. Uh, it was spring break or sometime around there. So you know how they get in the beaches in San Antonio. It's, uh, it's a hell fest. Man, I'm thirsty. My throat is dry. Oh, green tea. Amazing. So, I'm alone for three days. And, like I said, the house is big. Like, super big. And it's beautiful in the day. Like, I'm chilling. And there's a lot of sunlight. It doesn't really get dark when the windows are open. But when it gets dark... It gets really really dark 
in the house because um, the lights were old. This house was built 10 years ago. It was still in good condition, but uh, over the years it got worn down. So um, the lights weren't the greatest. They weren't the brightest, and they always flickered sometimes if the switch was like messed up or something. So, I was home alone for three days, and they gave me some money to go get food, or if I ever needed it, and then the first day when they left, I went to go to Walmart to go get some snacks, because uh, I didn't know about the H-E-B yet, so, yeah, went all the way to H-E-B, was like a good mile away, and I got some stuff, I got a couple Arizonas, a couple uh, chips, and some other things. I forgot. Probably candies. The $1 uh, movie theater candy, you know, brand. So, I'm heading back home. It's already getting, like, dark. The sun is about to set. But I make it in time to my house, and it's still a good sunset like it's almost there you know so I'm watching American Idol Coraline all the good stuff and I'm afraid to go back to my room because it's it's kinda creepy <sighs> but um I have to take a shower and this is when it gets really scary because there was no one in the house and we barely moved in like we stayed we've been there a couple months and then it, this happened so I'm, I'm getting my clothes I'm getting the shower ready and then I close the door behind me and I swear I hear a little girl say hi and I freak the fuck out I'm butt naked I run out to my room grab my knife and for people who know me my knives aren't small they're a good you know they're good knives they're big and sharp so I do a spot sweep around the house like checking if anybody's here and make sure I'm okay to take a shower before anybody jumps on me and um you know, tries to attack me or something. So I check around. I'm I'm okay, and I just take a shower and I try to forget about it. So I literally shower with the curtain open and there's water getting everywhere. But I was like, they're not gonna catch me slipping. You can catch me slipping when I'm dead, but not when I'm alive, sucker. <laughs> not today so uh yeah that happened that was day one then day two um uh I think I ordered pizza or my mom ordered it for me because they're heading back but they wanted to like go to the beach to hang out and have some fun so I was like okay I'll be here just can you order me a pizza and I was like yeah what are you pizza so I'm eating my pizza you know doing all this and that drinking my drinks eating my snacks from the Walmart and then night comes around and 
I'm talking to my friend Annette. Speaking of Annette, um, she is episode two, Stories with Annette. Would recommend it. Top played um, episode out of all the episodes. Thank you. Haha, <laughs> I gotta promote myself a little bit. But anyways, um, I was talking to her and, you know, keep me busy so I won't focus on the creepiness of the big house. And I I had Netflix on for, like, background noise, but I wasn't really watching it. So, um, in the kitchen we have these big windows and two big back doors that are just, like, see-through. It was, like, glass, but it had planes or panes. But, uh, you could see everything. It was a glass door. Yeah, that makes sense. But it wasn't sliding. It was, uh, it had a knob and you would pull it towards you to open it. So, um, and we didn't have curtains at the time. So, it was a little creepy because it was just always pitch black when it got dark in the backyard. And you couldn't see anything unless the moon was out. So, um, I'm talking to my friend Annette, texting her, and then I hear, I hear tapping, and then I'm like, nope, I'm getting my gun now, (laughs) and I'm, I got my little daisy gun, my, you know, pump action, where you gotta pump it up like 15,000 times just to get one good shot. So, um, I pumped that up, got my BBs, and I got my knives on me, I got a flashlight, and I said, Annette, can you call me now, and, um, on Snapchat, they had that, like, FaceTime thingy with the video chat, it was, like, the first FaceTime for me, so, because I believe I was still Android, yeah, I had a Samsung, so, I'm like, Annette, can you please call me? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I can call you. What, what's wrong? I was like, um, I think there's someone in the backyard tapping on the windows. She's like, oh, shit. No, you need to call the cops for that. I can't do anything. I'm like, yeah, well, no shit. You can't do anything. But can you just be here in case if anything does happen, you're like a witness. So, uh, um, uh, we were on the call. We we're trying to just see if anybody's here, make sure no one is here before something bad happens to me. And luckily, no, nothing happened. <sighs> and um, yeah, no one was in the backyard. I didn't have to shoot anybody or stab anyone. And, um, after that, I moved my mattress from my bed to the living room so I could sleep. Because, <laughs> I wasn't going in the restroom. I wasn't going in the kitchen. So, um, yeah. Have fun with that. So, the next day, it was fine. Nothing happened. My parents finally got home. And they're like, so how was your three days alone? I was like... It was sad and scary. Please don't ever leave me again. (laughs) So they're like, well, okay, whatever. I was like, I could have died. And, you know, but it was a joke. So, um, 
for those who stay home alone a lot, please be careful. If there's someone you feel like is going to harm you or isn't supposed to be there, call the cops, tell your parents, and try to uh, defend yourself. Because if you don't, something could happen. And nothing good, I promise you. And um, for the kids who do stay home alone because your parents are working or you're, you have a single parent, please, please do not open the door to anyone or anything. If you hear a knock, stay away from it. You call your mommy, you call your daddy, you call your grandma, your grandpa, and you tell them, hey, someone's here, I don't know who it is, or even the cops if you're that scared. <laughs> Cops are good guys, you know. They're going to help you. So, yeah. Um, so, the three days weren't the greatest. So, the first day, I heard a little girl whisper to me, say, hey. The second day, I heard tapping on the windows. And the third day was perfectly fine because everybody came home and I was finally at rest. So yes, um, yeah, <laughs> like I said, a lot of memories at the old house, at my old house. Now for, not my final story, but how many stories has it been? One, two, sleep paralysis, three, it's only been three so far, we got two more to go. Now, I gotta think for this one. Hmm. <sighs> Ooh, I got one. So, this includes a gizmo. This was also at the old house. <laughs> Let's just say we lived at the old house. At the, the, the old house. We lived at the old house for a while, a couple years. So, um, we were getting ready to go to South Padre. And as we were getting ready, they said, my parents said, you could either stay up all night and just sleep the whole way, uh, the whole way there. And I was like, I may just do that because I am not staying up for that whole two-hour drive. So I stayed up packing and, you know, just chilling with Gizmo. Me and him are, like, watching videos, playing games on um, the Xbox. And then it turns to 3 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> and we're about to leave in a couple hours. Like, we're leaving around 10 or 11. So I'm like, okay, thank God we have a couple more hours to go. And then Gizmo starts looking at the closet. And for people who have pets, you know something's wrong when your dog or cat starts growling or hissing at something that is not there. Even And if it's coming from something already eerie as it is, it makes it ten times worse. So, 
Gizmo begins to like growl and like look at me and then look back at the closet. And I'm thinking, oh, what the fuck? Cause that 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 shit is not, it's not funny. Even if he was just trying to like joke with me or something. Uh, so, um, also my bed was um near the closet, and my sister that shared the room with me was out of town. She was up in Dallas. So I was home, uh, not home alone. I was alone in my room, which was a blessing and a curse because, um, I was so used to sleeping with someone in the room, but, you know, no one was there with me that night. So I get up and I'm like, guess what? What's wrong? And he's like, and I see this creepy ass monkey doll it's a rainbow confetti type of doll but his eyes are just ugh and I think it was my sister's so he um I felt like he was looking at me and he was moving and um I told I was like looking at Gizmo I was like is that it and then oh Ugh, chills. I swear that it slightly moved towards Gizmo, like looked at him, and I saw. And my sisters were like, "Why is he parking? Shut him up!" I'm like, "I don't, I don't know why he's parking." And I recorded it on my uh, Instagram. It was 3 a.m. and he was barking. And um. I, I still don't know what he was barking at. It could have been that doll. It could have been something in the closet. So, um, I slept on the other side of the room that night. And I turned around, like, the monkey, like, faced inward into the wall. So he wasn't staring at Gizmo. And Gizmo was perfectly fine after that. I don't know if Gizmo felt like an entity uh, or a spirit with us that day, but it was very creepy. And uh, 3 o'clock in the morning is known to be the witching hour for all the spirits or um, come out to play, you know, revisit the living in good ways and bad ways, you know. But I like to see it as a day or a time of visiting, you know, blessing their siblings or family members with good blessings, you know, make uh, something good out of the bad. <laughs> Excuse me. So, yeah. Uh, that happened and I told Lily when she came back, I'm like, can you keep this around you and not Gizmo and I she was like why did something happen I'm like yeah something happened I didn't I didn't really like it so after that uh Lily my sister took it away and Gizmo has never barked at it since
like I said, there's there could have been something in the closet, or it could have been that stuffed animal. It was it was scary because he began to bark louder and louder and louder each time. It like he started like I don't know how to explain it. He just kept staring at it, and each second it got louder and louder. His barks, so it freaked everyone out freaked me out because he barked out of nowhere and that's where it really scares me you know where your dog just looks at something and slowly turns its head and it's like so yeah that that night was scary but then I had fun on the trip so I forgot about it (laughs) so Let's just say that house definitely had something in it. And there's definitely a negative spirit there. Because I had sleep paralysis. I saw things. You, my family. They saw things. My mom said it was our uh, aunt. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? It could be her. She could be one of the spirits trying to protect me or contact me. You know. Um, but, you know, it was kind of scary at night. But, I had fun at the house. It wasn't the greatest, but, you know, memories had to be made. You've got to be grateful for what you got. So... Um, let's see, how much time do we got for one more? We think we got one more, right? And then it'll be a full hour. It'll be a short episode, but you know, an episode is an episode. So, now, this one, um... I don't really got any more scary ones. I'm trying to think. I'm sorry. You know what? We'll just... We'll talk about a funny one. There's this... One time... What the heck is he doing? Gizmo! Gizmo! You wanna go for a walk? Gizmo? He's in that deep sleep again. Dang it. Mm. Okay. So, I'm going to tell you the story about my my pee-pee pants. <laughs> so, uh, quick description. Oh, she's doing that thing again. Guess my Gizmo. Gizmo. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up, Gizmo. Gizmo, Gizmo, Gizmo. 
can't be doing that, silly. You're freaking me out. Stop doing that. You hear me? You hear me? Stop doing that, Gimo. I know that sleep is good, but it's scaring me. I don't like it when you roll your eyes back and stop breathing. Go, Mimish. The sleepy baby. So. Ah. Uh, the pee pee pants story. It all began fifth grade at Oak Grove Elementary. My fifth grade teacher was Miss Campano. Shout out to Miss Campano because she's one of the only teachers that actually gave me encouragement to do better in my grades. So, thank you, Miss Campano. If you ever listen to this, I love you. Hope you're doing well. Hope your son's doing well. And your daughter. So, yeah. <clears throat> so, I woke up, and I believe it was Thursday. It was a Thursday morning, and I took the bus to school. And before the uh, before Thursday, we got like little water bottles. And I was like, man, I'm gonna put this to use. I'm gonna bring me some tea, cause like I don't want water. Who the heck wants water? There's free water at the freaking school. I can get that any day. I'm gonna bring my mom's tea. And I um I love tea, like. I love it more than picking my nose. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, if you pick your nose, that's not healthy. You don't want to pull out your brains. I'm just kidding. But um, I loved tea when I was young. I still do to this day. And I brought it with me on the bus. And I kept drinking it and drinking it, just filling myself up. And at the time, I thought I was just, you know, nothing's going to happen. I can go restroom later. So, I was on with my day. I got breakfast, sat with my friends, ate a little, little bit. And we went to class. And uh, we started the day. We did some reading. We did the announcements, set the Pledge of Allegiance. And um, I went to tutoring because the star was coming up. And, um, it hit. Uh, I, I was in the portables, so the restrooms were in the main building. I couldn't, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. So, I had a crush, you know, the biggest crush on this one girl named Corinne. Um... That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to tell you anymore. Just for personal reasons. Even though I just told you her name. But um. Yeah. She was kind of nice to me. At the time. <laughs> but I mean. I was a big fat guy. So everybody picked on me. Because I was so easy. To get picked on. So yeah. They picked on me. Or they used to pick on me. But it's whatever. So, uh, I go to tutoring with my friend Eddie, and Corinne's with us, with her friend, I believe Cassidy, or one of her, one of her friends, and, um, we're doing our lessons, and, um, 
it was like, you know that rule where you can't go before 10 or some shit like that? Unless it was an emergency.